Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to talk about the importance of taking the high road at work. Taking the high road involves communicating in a way that moves any difficult situation forward. It requires finding a way to respond to irritating people without blaming or getting stuck in a power struggle. Mm -hmm. We'll start with a question from someone who is excelling at his new job, but gets derailed every time a certain coworker makes devaluing comments. Mm -hmm. We'll discuss how we can take the high road instead of taking the bait. Oh gosh, I love this topic. Mostly because taking the high road can be so hard when someone is getting to you at work. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. So here's the question. It's a little long, but you need all of the details. Mm -hmm. I've been working for six months at a major corporation in a high profile position, and I'm crushing it. My boss and my boss's boss keep telling me about the great job that I'm doing. There's just one problem. I have a coworker who's been there for a long time and he doesn't like my success. Yeah, he constantly says things that really trigger me. Last week, we were at corporate headquarters. It was snowing and we had to walk from one building to, to the other. I was wearing boots. He was wearing corporate dress shoes. He stared at my boots and he said, oh, I wish I had boots like that. I only wear professional shoes at work. Mm. I said, yeah, it's kind of mean. Yeah, well, I wear what works for me. But inside, I was boiling. I wanted to curse him out. But I know that's not smart. What do I do with this guy? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when somebody triggers you, it's really hard to talk yourself off the ledge in that moment. Yeah. So what do you do Yeah, well, we talk about this throughout Working With You Is Killing Me, our ongoing favorite book, because this is what happened. People say things and do things that honestly, probably it's not just what they're saying. It's what you think they're saying about you, right? So for this person, it sounds like this smarmy coworker has the ability to say things that like put him down or devalue him or they're not respectful to him. You know, they're somehow making him feel small. And so I think the first thing you have to do is like recognize what your hot buttons are. Yeah. Right. Because if someone can keep saying the things that set you off, it's going to be very hard to take the high road. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, until I think you can have it handled, you probably just, you shouldn't respond. Right. You should just walk away because there's, you know, it's not going to come out right. But are you saying that th- this person is not doing it intentionally to upset his coworker? 
Oh, no, I'm not. I think I am saying this person, it, as he said, this guy doesn't like his success, right? right so right. he is saying things and people have an incredible ability to tune in and sort of know what your vulnerable place is. They or you certainly do. <laughs> so he's got it. Like he understands that this per that the person who wrote the question needs needs respect, right? He likes being recognized, obviously. And this, the guy who's putting him down is obviously jealous of his success. Right. And so the way that he's making him feel bad is to say, make derogatory remarks, passive aggressive derogatory remarks. I mean, it's such a good example. They're in the snow and this person is wearing snow boots, which is what I think most people would. And this other one, you know, how to put it down, which, you know... yeah. So, I mean, if you, if you're not, because you get triggered, so you're not clever in the moment, it's not a joke to you. You can't just right. say, oh, you must've left yours in the car. Want me to go get them for you? <laughs> like you're not thinking that way because, you know, you, you, you're just too angry. As soon as they speak, right. you just feel your blood boil. Right. So until you're able to what, get to the other side of it, you really just have to say nothing. Right. That's so right. How do you, you get have to the other side? Yeah, you have to zip the lip. If you know, first you have to recognize that you're activated, which yeah. is usually not too hard to do. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can feel like you want to smack the person. Yeah. But then you're right, Kathy. I think the trick is in the moment, if you don't have a clever response, a high road response, is to just take a deep breath and essentially ignore the remark. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We always want to have like a really clever retort. Right. But you know, the, the thing is, if you could take a deep breath and say, okay, he, he's just trying to, he's trying to piss me off. Mm-hmm. Let me take a deep breath and just respond. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, say maybe, you know, look, I'll, I'll buy you a pair if you need. But right. you know, if, if you're able to cool yourself off, which is really the idea, I think, is to learn to not take this person, his behavior personally. Right. That's, that's really your goal. Because, you know, if you're doing, if you're crushing it and everyone believes you're crushing it, this guy is not going to ruin your existence. That's right. But he is, you know, he's, he's ruining your time. Cause I'm sure once you get triggered, I know when I get triggered, I don't get over it that easily. Right. You know, so then you go, then you walk to that building, then you go into the meeting and you're feeling really tense and you got that idiot with you. So it's not going to go away. So the quicker you can learn to depersonalize it, the better it can be. So yeah. Any advice on how you do that? Yeah. Well, unfortunately it's a process. So I think first is you recognize, I'm sure this is not the first statement that this individual has made. So let's say you are at a different meeting and the person says, you know, could you not speak in such a loud manner? I really find it offensive or, you know, we, we hear you, you don't have to brag or, you know, something kind of dreadful like that. And you see that you, that it really gets you furious that the first thing really is to do our old unhooking, right? Where you, right. we talk about the four steps, you unhook physically, like after that encounter, go take a run or go shovel some snow or do something <laughs> to cool off. And then I think you would want to take an inventory. Like what keeps happening here with this person? 
you know, what are they doing and what is it activating in me? And as I said, with this individual, I think that somehow the smarmy coworker is saying things that caught, but they're probably their worst fear is that they're not good enough or they're not being respected or they're not highly valued. So to, to know that that's what's being triggered, I think is extremely valuable because then from there on in, whenever someone says something that gets you hot, it's likely that that's what they're tripping on, you know, that part of your internal personality. And then the next thing is that thing of figuring out, well, what are my options and to your point, Kathy, what would be a high road approach going forward? And I think you're right. Very often when someone says something, I wish I had boots like that. I only wear dress shoes that you, if you can cool down enough, you could say, you know what, I'm going to get you some boots because yeah. you probably really need them. Then you're yeah. just taking face value of what they're saying not what you know they mean behind what they're but saying. I think you can also in the moment, take a couple of deep breaths because you yeah. have to do something and you can't run away from them and go for a run. So if you could take a couple of really deep breaths, which is probably not what you're doing when you're upset, you're probably That's taking right. short, shallow breaths, take some deep breaths and then just smirk. Don't, don't even respond because it's really, right. you don't really have to respond to a comment like that. It's pretty stupid if there's snow. Right, right. I mean, you know, so, um, and there's nothing wrong with wearing snow boots in the snow at work, correct? Am I wrong? You can- No, there's nothing wrong with it. But I think the other thing, because they're saying that this is a major corporation, he's got a high profile position. So it could be that in that corporate setting, this guy saying, you know, I only wear dress shoes or I only wear professional shoes is, you know, it feels a little vulnerable even yeah. if it doesn't really mean that much. But I think you're right, taking a few breaths. And look, if you can be ready with some pat answers, like, well, thank you, or you say the kindest things, or what an interesting observation, or, you know, like totally neutral responses. You may want to have a few of those in your pocket for this person, because they're absolutely going to do it again. I think they're going to do it a lot. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just wondering if, you know, you could say nothing and just say, mm -hmm. you know, like just exactly. make it sound, you know, and, and spend the rest of the time trying to cool yourself off because you're yes. going to have to walk in and deal with this person. That's and right. Maybe there's another zinger right on top of it coming. Right. Which is why in the long run, you definitely want to use the unhooking process. Right to get to a place where you can manage this relationship. And that's what he says, what do I do with this guy? Okay, so the longer run is to understand this is someone who knows how to get to you. Yeah. What you need to do is to manage your internal responses and to prepare so that you don't get activated. Or even if you do, to your point, that you have very simple responses that don't get you in trouble. And most of all, don't show that other person that they're affecting you. That's the big one. I think. Yeah. Is to don't let them know that they're having an impact on you because that's what they want. That's right. That's how they win. That's right. So let's say, and to anyone who's listening, let's say you have a thing where if someone is critical, let's say of your appearance or critical of your writing or critical of your presentations, that that like sets you off. Mm -hmm. um, you want to be ready for that. You're going to have people like that in the workplace. You want to be ready with high road responses 
yeah to their critical remarks yeah you know they're they're this guy is probably really good at saying things when you're alone but uh, my worry is that they say it in a meeting and then you react poorly in a meeting you don't need to no one needs to see that right so that's really to me a lot of the prep is depersonalizing this person's behavior understand that his attacks are purely about himself right so you don't have to take it personally if you could you know learn to detach and depersonalize that would sort of be advanced on hooking right then you can sort of see oh you know let everybody see that he attacks me and i don't i don't react that's right and you that- not reacting is what will show the other person's poor behavior in much right. brighter light. Right, because your reaction is going to bring the attention to you. Right. So and let's let's touch on that for a minute, Kathy. We're talking about taking the high road. Low road would yeah. be shut up, you're an idiot. Right. Yeah. That's low road. Or throwing a snowball at him. Or <laughs> <laughs> pushing him down in the snow. <laughs> oh sorry, I didn't mean for you to slip. Yeah. Right. That would be a low road, which is what you want to do. Everybody exactly. Do but, you know, this is the work environment. It's not your brother. Yeah. So you don't want to do that. Uh, but that's the temptation. And that's where you right. can get in trouble. Right. So low road, the signs of a low road response are that you're angry and blaming the other person. Right. That you are cursing them out, that you're saying something to put them down in response to their put down. Yeah. That's all low road. Right. And guess who really looks bad in that? That's right. You do. You look bad, not him. Yeah. Because his comment could be taken many different ways. Yes. Doesn't have to be taken negatively. That's right. Okay. So what we're saying here in specific to this situation is um, to, you're saying, Kathy, to learn first to say nothing. Mm-hmm. If you know that someone triggers you, that the best response is no response, mm-hmm. uh, or to come up with a very neutral, mm-hmm, or uh-huh, got it, or I hear ya, you know, something that just it acknowledges the statement, but doesn't give it any room. Mm-hmm. Um, then over time to find ways to have high, ro- high road responses that don't, that show that you're not really activated by what they're saying. And that move the situation forward. Right. And don't let this guy get under your skin. This is the kind of person that you go home at night repeating everything he said to yourself and you ruminate it in your head and you go over and over and you even run it by other people. You have to make sure that you let it go. Yes. That this is, yeah, go ahead. Well, that this is one, that this is a person who is attacking you because he feels as if, He's in a weak place relative to, to where you are. Right. But that's, that's hard to do. So in the meantime, if you identify this person really triggers me, I really invite you to use our unhooking technique, unhooking physically, unhooking mentally, unhooking verbally, so that you can get to that high road response. And so that you can get to a place where they bother you less and less because we are human beings and they're going to be those people who get under our skin, yeah. right, Kathy? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and there seems to be a lot happening right now in the world like this. Yeah. 
and many but, difficult situations. And but professionally, you want to be able to take the high roads. You have to practice this. And yeah. probably with your family too. Everyone has to practice this. That's right. <laughs> so that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at SK2 and follow us on Instagram at my crazy office. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to My Crazy Office on our website and hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.